gonna hop right into it jaws <laughs> that's, that's the intro <laughs> it comes at you it's just there yeah uh hi welcome to monster masquerade and it's finally here bb stranger things season four we're talking about it <laughs> you said i know like what you're donkey <laughs> I know what you're I know what you're thinking. Is it Stranger Things 4 because it is the fourth season? No, it's because the Ninja Turtles are here and they are ready to party. I've watched the the full thing. Uh do Steve and Michelangelo have a very passionate kiss? You better believe they sure do. What is happening? I was not prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did just finish watching Stranger Things season four and I have cried a whole bunch, but no, we're not talking about that. We're going to talk about Jaws. As part of a continuation of our uh, Summer at the Beach series of episodes, this one is a little late because I had a cold that knocked me out for like a couple of days. Yeah, I'm glad you're feeling Actually, better. Actually, like half a week. Thank you. Me too. Okay. Should we just hop right into it? Yeah. Jaws is a movie about a shark. It is. Movie. It's the movie about a shark. Big shark. <laughs> yeah. There are no other movies about sharks. Never. Don't Google it. We're right. <laughs> they don't belong in tornadoes. There's never been ghost sharks. There's none of it. Is a ghost shark still a shark or is it a ghost? Uh, it's both. Ghost shark is a, we should cover that. Ghost shark <laughs> is a sci-fi original movie about the ghost of a shark that can essentially appear in any body of water. Um, so there is a part where a kid is going down a slip and slide and this CG ghost just appears at the end of it and eats him whole. <laughs> uh, I think it can like also appear in people because people are like, whatever, 70% water or whatever it is. <laughs> No airs. That movie is wild. That's so funny. We're just talking about Jaws. Everybody knows about Jaws, I feel like. I like Jaws. I didn't remember the boobies. I watched yeah. it a lot as a kid on VHS at my Nana's house. I, like, anytime <laughs> I say the night there, I would watch Jaws or Beetlejuice on VHS. Mm-hmm. Or uh, American Tale, Fifle Goes West. Yeah. That's interesting. That's Duh. a good little... <laughs> <laughs> a little collection of VHS. Yeah, those were my three movies that I watched. Uh, and I don't remember Jaws having boobies, but I guess as a kid, I think I mentioned this when you were watching it. You just like don't. You're like, whatever. That person's going mm. swimming. I don't care. I I don't think I had watched it all the way through until like our when we watched it. Like oh. I, I think my my knowledge of this movie for the most part was through like cultural osmosis or like mm-hmm. catching. The odd five to ten minutes of it whenever it was on TV. Okay. And then the, the influence that it had as far as like, you know, we have a shark week now and stuff. Like, that's about that's about all I knew about Jaws. That's fair. I think Jaws started my love for sharks because they're my favorite animal. Fun fact. 
fun mint fact. Sharks are my favorite animal. <laughs> I love them, and I will not spend this whole podcast talking about them, but you should research them because they're very important to the ecosystem, and yeah. they're great, and this movie is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to, like... We'll talk a little bit about the plot, but honestly, there's so much more interesting stuff about like this, like the the content surrounding Jaws than the actual movie. Mm-hmm. The general consensus from like everybody who was a part of it is essentially like, if I had known what the effect of this movie would have been, I would not have made it. Yeah, because it put a real fear of sharks into people, and uh, like a hundred million sharks are killed a year now. And it's real bad. Yeah, they feel bad. I mean, and to be fair, it's not 100% their fault. Like, they did not influence, like, the shark fin industry. And, no, like, true, like true, they, true. they didn't. So, it's not completely their fault. But it's their fault that people see that stuff and don't care because they're like, well, sharks are monsters. Yeah. There was already, like, some like public distrust of sharks which feels like a wild (laughs) sentence to say um because of an incident and at coney island (laughs) (laughs) an incident where a shark did divorce uh, (laughs) i I don't even know (laughs) is that from something no i just thought of it (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there was like a an incident that happened at Coney Island where there was a shark, like a very minor shark attack, I think. And so people were already kind of uh, anxious about them. There mm. wasn't a ton of like research around them as creatures until like, funnily enough, after this movie, because it also did like spark that scientific interest. Yeah. Plus, it's really hard to study sharks because so, for instance, like with tagging and stuff, you can only have them on the boat for like a couple minutes before they just mm-hmm. like they panic so much that they die when they go back in the water so sharks are just anxious leave them alone but also don't yeah. leave them too much alone because we do need to learn about them but yeah. it's hard it's hard for them to study like especially the big like great whites like smaller sharks are a little bit easier but the big sharks it's like oh yeah you can't you can't keep them at an aquarium they Mm-mm. just won't survive because they're not built for it yep but yeah Jaws is based off of a book uh, by Peter Benchley, who was also one of those people that was like, uh, I feel very terrible having written this book because I compared a shark to a devil with with teeth, and that's bad. So it was a novel that got turned into a movie that was directed by Steven Spielberg. It was like his first big movie. Yeah. And he definitely thought he was going to get fired from yeah. it. He, I was reading so much about how he was like, oh, they're never going to hire me back. This was so mm-hmm. bad. Everyone hates me. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a, a hundred days of production and ended up going into 159 days um, and, and ended up spending uh, $9 million for the studio. I don't know if it was the the origin of the like, film industry joke that like you don't work with water and you don't work with animals or children and this movie does all three it does all i was reading i think it was it was spielberg that was like at the beginning he was like so how are we gonna train these sharks like he thought (laughs) they were gonna get great whites and train them to be in scenes 
Yeah. You can't do that, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it would have worked. Um, and so, like, throughout most of the production of this movie, they thought it was going to be a giant floppo because everything seemed to be going wrong. They had to do a considerable number of rewrites, and the film uh, is pretty much what it is because of the animatronic shark uh, that they decided to use because it was so janky that they ended up being like, we can't have this thing on screen for very long or nobody's going to be scared of it. So they did rewrites and it affected like the shot list and the editing and all that good stuff. So what we have is very minimal shark, uh, but a whole lot of tension waiting for the shark. That's what makes it so good. Yeah. We should have compared the movie to the Bob's Burgers episode with the mechanical shark. There's a lot of Jaws references and even the like mechanical shark like sucking so much. Uh huh. Yeah, I like that episode Bonus. when Tina's Bonus like this episode. Tina's just like he just wants to be with his babies. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Jaws was also based loosely off of a fisherman from New York? I did not. Yeah, Frank Mundus was a shark hunter. Um, and so they took this real dude and used him as the inspiration for Quint. And then he later became a shark conservationist. Huh. But a lot of like the tactics that he used, like using chum and like harpoons and all that stuff, they incorporated into the book. And then that went into the movie. Oh, that's really neat. Something about this movie that I really enjoy is like how authentic it feels. But then that's also bad. Because I didn't mm. realize how awful the fisherman was. Was the fisherman yeah. in the movie actually based off of the fisherman guy? Uh, to an extent, like he, the, uh, Frank Mundus was definitely known as like an eccentric character. Mm. Uh, and people did not often like to work with him. I think he mellowed out like as he got into conservation and stuff. That's good. Um, but when he saw the movie, he was like, this is just silly. Like, none of this would ever work. A shark could never pull a boat. Are you oh kidding me? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's too silly, too silly. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to bounce around all over the place, so forgive oh, me. No, it's okay. My brain doesn't work anymore, so that's just our mm. podcast now. We just talk about everything at random times. Yeah. It's all, <laughs> it's all good. Okay, so... I'm going to go into like some film industry history if you're Ooh, interested. Yeah, it's listening and learning time. Yeah. Okay, so movies have always been very popular and movie theaters were like a good way of distributing films, right? Mm -hmm. But when theaters started popping up, whenever you had a movie that you were going to screen, you would only do it to like a select number of theaters. And then the idea is that by word of mouth, it would slowly build up its reputation and start to spread across the country. And like in all these little, it's very like a sophisticated thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This movie changed the game up uh, by going like full force into its marketing campaign. Um, so this was like one of the first movies to spend a ton of money advertising on TV. There was a very like iconic trailer that would play. There is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion, 
and without logic. It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. They did press tours, they had merch and toys, and then they had the book itself, which came out before the movie. So there was all this hype for for Jaws, like before I even hit the theaters. And then Universal, when they decided when they were ready to distribute the final thing, they screened it to four hundred and nine or they purchased four hundred and nine screens, which was like astronomical compared to what production studios had done before. Huh. I have a feeling that Universal knew this movie would be successful because of their history with like monster movies. Cause you know, mm-hmm. Universal had Dracula and Frankenstein and like those movies were super, super popular. So it's essentially, you know, a monster movie. It is a creature feature uh, with a shark. Um, so yeah, the, the people started going to see this movie in droves just because they had heard so much about it. It ended up making $470 million like while it was in theaters. That's impressive. So it was like the first, like how movies are released now. Yeah. And like uh, it, it, it was, it's literally like one of, if not the first summer movie blockbusters, like movies just didn't release during the summer because it didn't seem like a very profitable time for it. But after this, like, sure enough, every single big movie uh, that studios, like, wanted to make a ton of money had a, like, summer release. So this was, like, the highest grossing movie until Star Wars came out, like, a couple years later. Um, So impressive. Yeah, it's super neat. If you adjust for uh, inflation, it made, like, over a billion dollars in the box office. That's which is so wild. Wild. Especially because, like, movie tickets would have been super cheap. Like, they weren't, you know, like, ten bucks a piece yeah. or whatever. People just like to be scared, and it's, like, it's such a good suspenseful movie. Like, yeah. it does suspense correct without any loud, like, super big, scary jump scares. Mm-hmm. And, like, none of it's too cheesy. I mean, it's cheesy, of course, but none of it, like, especially for the time, it's not too cheesy. The sequels, however... <laughs> The sequels go even more off the rails, and I don't think they are based off of books. Um, (laughs) I think they just do their own thing. Steven Spielberg is not attached to any of those, but Michael Caton is for one of them. Yeah. I have never seen any of the Jaws sequels. I have, unfortunately. It starts like, (laughs) it's family, or like, yeah, like like a shark it knew or was related to. I don't remember. I've seen it like once. Like, mm-hmm. it starts hunting down the people who killed it and their families to kill them. Like, finds them in, like, a different location. It approaches huh. ghost shark territory. <laughs> I know one Good. of the ones I watched has, like, four dream sequences. Why? I don't know. Kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, which that episode hasn't come out yet. It is in our, it's in our storage. It will one day. It will come out one day, I promise. You hear those cicadas? They're so loud. Yeah, they're like, I am screaming because I am out of the ground. (laughs) Where is a lady? We need to make more of these. (laughs) 
Um, okay, so the story behind um, Jaws, there's some slight differences between the book, but some of the overarching themes um, are about cynicism towards the government in response to Watergate, which we talked a little bit about in Texas Chainsaw, because everybody was just super weird about like, do our do our public officials have our best interest at heart? No, they don't. I can I can assure you that they super don't. Nope. In the book, there's more a social class issue, and you see that with your three characters, right? Because you have your grizzled old veteran shark mm-hmm. hunter who has his like tried and true methods. There's the scientist who has like a bunch of money and like arguably a uh, over reliance on the technology that he is using, and then you have your everyday Joe in the uh, sheriff um, who, who moves from New York because he doesn't feel important there, but he does here because it's just a small town. Yeah. yeah. I They make the scientist guy seem like such a jerk in the movie. <laughs> I don't know if he's like that in the book, but in the movie, he's like fine. But then uh-huh. once they get on the boat, they're like, no, you need to like this racist ass fisherman guy. You need to like him. Which apparently the, uh, I don't remember, I don't remember his character's name. The scientist is played by Richard Dreyfuss. Apparently him and Shaw, who played Quint, like actually disliked each other. So a lot of their arguments like in the movie were played off of like how much they they just disliked each other in real life. Oh no, you hate to hear that. (laughs) Oh no. So I don't know. It might have been harder for them to do like the scenes where they're like, we're friends now, we're men and we're bonding. (laughs) That was a weird scene. Yeah. There's a lot of like now kiss scenes because it was like, what are they doing? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Manly men get like very weird sometimes. But yeah, there's the weird singing scene. And then the fisherman guy like tells a story, and apparently that story is partially true. It's like a boat in World War II. I did not look up the names of these things. I did look it up, but I don't remember the name. Uh, actually sank carrying the nuclear weapon, and uh, all the people on the boat were stranded and injured. So, like, all the blood in the water, uh, a few sharks, like, came and ate probably, like, four or five people, not the entire crew, as he tells it in the movie, but interesting. Mm. Definitely not the entire crew, though. He's like, sharks ate everybody. They they knew. But it was just, like, they were there for so long, and the sharks would swim by and be like, oh, sweet. And then Mm -hmm. (laughs) they'd leave. Yeah, the some behind the scenes for that. Uh, it took them two days to film his monologue because um, Shaw had like a drinking problem throughout the production of this oh, movie, no. um, and so like the first time they attempted to film, he was like super wasted and he like just could not get through his monologue, and so like he felt super bad. And he approached Spielberg and he was like, "Hey, can we like try that again? Because that was not my best." And like. I can do it. And apparently on the second day, he did that monologue in one take. Dang. So, yeah. So, yeah. He's, a, he's as much a, a character, like, on set as he was, like, in the movie. Yeah, reading about the movie, it sounds like the making of the movie was just a nightmare in general. I cannot imagine doing anything like this. Mm-mm. Like, all the water... The underwater scenes, 
the big mechanical shark in the water. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't, it just sounds like a nightmare. And then on top of that, they like disliked each other. And <laughs> nope. Nope. I know for, for a lot of it, they had to go like super far out into the water because Spielberg was like, if people can see the beach or like part of the town in the background, it's gonna not be as suspenseful. Like, we want people to think that they're literally in the middle of the ocean with, like, no hope of escaping this shark. That's true, but I was still asking, like, why can't they just go back? You know? (laughs) Because they're men. (laughs) Like, before the boat breaks down, it's like, okay, just leave. It rammed the boat once. It gave you a little warning boop. So and he smashes the radio whenever the sheriff man oh, yeah. goes Why to call for he help. Why do that? I just, just, he wants the money. He wants the money from the city just... or he's too manly to ask for help, I guess, from the Coast well, Guard. You see where that got him? He did Dead. die. He did, he <laughs> he did a die. Ate. He gets eaten. It's pretty mm-hmm. brutal, actually. <laughs> he's like chopped in half. <laughs> it's pretty sick, though. That scene is yeah. really cool. We're hopping all over the place, but since we mentioned the ties to World War II um, and that Quint's character was, like, making trips between, I think it would have been, like, like Seattle, the Seattle area and Hawaii, probably. Was this filmed in Hawaii? No, this was filmed in, uh, in Massachusetts oh. at Martha's Vineyard. Anyways, this movie has some, like, really weird anti-asian like yeah what was stuff going that on I was there not super expecting no. um, like literally within the first like 15 minutes i remember um somebody just like in a shop said something a word we had never heard but we instantly were like that's a slur isn't it like it has to be a slur uh-huh. and we looked it up and it's like a combination of two slurs into one slur and we yeah. were like why <laughs> I, I don't know it's very weird i did see some there was some critical response after the movie came out that this movie is the most like middle class problems movie ever. Yeah. Because like the entire town is compromised of just a bunch of like slightly affluent people with their Massachusetts accents. <laughs> and, and they're also from Massachusetts. It's so <laughs> funny. It's so much. There's a shock. <laughs> A shark in the water. <laughs> There's a shark. <laughs> we were cracking up at that one guy where they were talking about the tiger shark, and then he's just like, oh, what? <laughs> what kind of a shark is it? I don't know. I think it's a macaw. Got a deep throat, Pratt. Yeah, well, but what kind? What kind of shark? It's a tiger shark. A what? A what? Look how big we It's very, like... Stephen King, like Northern Maine, like all his characters have that like type of thing going on. That's true. They do. It's a shark in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And also the, oh gosh, this this whole movie. Can I be honest? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This movie was like kind of, it was entertaining, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I actually like Jaws or not for as like, groundbreaking as it was for the industry uh re-watching it as an adult i think it's too long yeah like there was a point where i was like oh there's more it's just mm-hmm. that's right it just keeps going okay i think there's too much like 
oh, come on, it's the 4th of July. Oh, no, nope, that's not the right accent. <laughs> what are we going to do about this attack? We got to see the fireworks. Uh, uh, that's not the right accent. I always Chris become... Pratt, is that you? <laughs> and, no. Anyway, there, there's too much of them being like, we got to keep the beach open for the 4th of July. And like, oh, but mm. what if there's a shark? Oh, but there's some kids pretending to be a shark. How silly. And like, it just is a little too long of a build up. I kept thinking the movie was going to end during the last like third of it where they're hunting the shark. And then it just like kept going. Yeah. And now they destroyed the radio. Now the boat is sinking. Now the boat is sinking while on fire. <laughs> He's getting into a cage. Yeah, it seems it's like maybe 15 to 20 minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Like the ending is very sudden uh, after they blow up the shark, which I mean, I guess what, what more do you, but it's literally like <laughs> they blow it up and then they hug and laugh and like, that's it. Oh, is that supposed to be like, there's your 4th of July fireworks? They should have had a line like that. If it was nowadays <laughs> and it was a Marvel movie, it would have been like, there's your fireworks. Uh-huh. I should be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Right. Right, Jaws 5. No. Oh, I looked it up. It was Jaws 4. It was like Revenge. Jaws the Revenge or something like that. That's the one that had the dream sequence. And I'm ready for you to write the Jaws requel where it takes place 40 years after the original. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yes. Fantastic. Everyone will have really comically thick accents, including the (laughs) shark, which talks now. Fantastic. <laughs> Evil swims tonight. <laughs> You've heard of jar- Jaws. Get ready for Jaws with legs. He's <laughs> just like running around on the beach. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, aside from this movie like being kind of too long uh, and like oddly paced at parts, like none of the lead characters are they're not likable. They're all kind of miserable in their yeah. own way. I like the scientist, I think, the most out of mm-hmm. the three of them. Just because he's, like, trying to figure stuff out without, like, completely fucking everything up. Yeah, I get his frustration. Like, he's like, I have these cans of oxygen. And then the guy just knocks him over and is like, ha, ha, ha. And he's like, okay, <laughs> no. He's uh-huh. like, can we not? Like, I, I feel his frustration. They tried so hard to make him unlikable, too. Yeah. Whereas, like, Quint is, like, drunk all the time and being super misogynistic and dropping, like, racial epithets. Yeah, but they want you to like him. And then the sheriff just doesn't have a personality, really. He just no. he's very reactionary as a character. I think the only stuff I really enjoyed with him was, like, that one scene where they're uh, at the dinner table, him and his little son, and they're just, like, mirroring each other. That's cute. It is. It is cute. Um, that scene was improvised. Huh. I like that. I like that a lot. But the rest of it, I mean, it's just... It's just fine, I guess. Yeah. There's some stuff that I really do enjoy about this movie, though. Like, the scene with the sunken ship is very cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. The music is, of course, iconic. I do love the music. I love the shark itself i love puppets though and it's i mean animatronics are just like robot puppets 
There were like three different puppets that they ended up using, I think, for this. Uh, and they were all supposed to be like, they all had different skills that, that they were good. It makes it sound like <laughs> I'm putting together a team. <laughs> they really this shark be. is really good about folding itself into tiny corners. <laughs> this one is our chameleon and can blend into any crowd. When are we going to get a Jaws meets Fast and Furious? I thought you were going to say Five Nights at Freddy's. I really thought you were about oh to gosh. say Five Nights at Freddy's crossover with Jaws. <laughs> that, I don't even know what that would look like. I mean, you could just make a shark animatronic. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Apparently, when John Williams was writing the score, like the theme song for Jaws... He, like, finished writing it, composed it, and then brought Steven Spielberg into the studio to listen to it. He played the song, and then afterwards, Steven was like, is that it? (laughs) (laughs) It's It's a little simple, don't you think? And then, like, of course, after... After the movie was released, he was like, yeah, no, my movie would not have been as good without this song. Thank you, John. I'm so sorry. Exactly. John Williams is a genius. He's so good. Some of his stuff ends up sounding kind of similar, but Jaws is like so unique from all of his stuff, I feel. Yeah. And especially like uh, to the the effect that it is used, like with those voyeuristic, like first person uh, POV, you are the shark eating the beach tourists. That stuff is really cool. After all. (laughs) I guess I didn't. Going into this episode, I thought there'd be more to talk about, but they're really, like, just such a simple movie. Yeah, I think it is, like, it hits very differently right now because it is, like, it's more frustrating than anything to watch this bureaucracy, like, make decisions uh, for the sake of profit that lead to people dying and then just, like, doing stuff that's even more reckless to... Like, they're driving out in their speedboats and just yeah. shooting at the water, and... The scientist is literally like, you're gonna die. And they're like, whatever, <laughs> and it felt very much like COVID. Uh-huh. Like, like, they're just like, whatever, and then they go, and the scientist is like, okay. <laughs> and then just, like, the amount of glee that they have when they pull up the wrong shark, and they're, like, getting that picture together, it feels gross. It does feel... It feels a little bit Halloween oh. killsy. Yeah. That mob mentality. Everyone's like, a shark, we killed the shark. Uh-huh. Like, no, obviously that's a small shark compared to the, the giant shark. Right. The main, vill- the main villain of this story is not uh, Bruce the shark himself. It is the mayor. And literally the only thing that changes his mind is, my kid was on that beach. After like a bunch of people got attacked, so yeah, I don't, I don't know how sympathetic I feel towards that dude in particular. No, not at all. And he's even like, I remember when they're like, "Oh no, she died in a boating accident," and then they're like, "It's very clear she was eaten by a shark." Mm-hmm. He's like, mm, "No, I choose to think not." <laughs> so infuriating. It's very relatable. Like it's the 4th like of that. July, and we're a tourist town. We gots to make the monies. We need money. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> still watch it. I say well, Jaws is still worth a watch. Yeah, I think I think between that, the sunken boat, and 
uh, the sunken boat scene and the initial like when everybody is on the beach um and it does that like really cool zoom in effect on him once the shark Ooh, yeah. like actually shows up um that builds a lot of tension there's some like there's some i feel like a little bit of fat phobia because it's just like focused on these uh tourists that uh and it's like don't they look tasty don't you think a shark would like to eat them did it do um, that? I didn't even notice. Yeah, I think so. Because it was it was like a like an older dude with his shirt off and stuff, and like people on floaties. What um, the heck? Yeah, it's real weird. There's some. There's some I mean, stuff when in this did this movie, movie come out? Uh, seventy five. Yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> All of this but, stuff like checks out. I don't know when I go into stuff, especially horror, like classics. I'm always like, okay, I'm ready, mentally mm-hmm. prepared to hear some shit and to like see some <laughs> shit that is very not okay. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, I'm prepared. And like, if it's newer stuff and that happens, I'm like, I'm disappointed. Yeah. And I'm yeah. still disappointed in the older stuff, but also I'm like, <laughs> you know. Also, his son goes into the sheriff's son goes into shock after the initial shock attack. Um, which is like is shock attack. He got shocked from the shock, um, and that's where they're like, "Okay, we got place a bounty. We got to hire this dude to to his his little shack is pretty cool with all the I like the decorations there." Yeah, that's whenever he's like real sexist though. That whole scene, I was just very distracted by him being really weird. Mm-hmm. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently nobody on set like knew how to like actually work a boat. So when they were filming that stuff, there was like a fisherman nearby who was like, "Hey, y'all should not, y'all should not do this thing, or else you're gonna like blow up the entire dock." Like, let me oh, help you out, please. No, I can just imagine a fisherman being like, "Oh, what are they filming over there?" And then just looking and being like, "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's incorrect." I can't. I can't remember. If, I think he got like a credit. Or something like at the very end. It's just like, hey, thanks for not letting us uh, destroy everything. Because um, yeah, I think the neighbors were starting to get annoyed because they were just like in that area for so long and oh, yeah. taking I up remember, all that space. I think there's an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved about a girl whose body was found in that area who might have been an extra in Jaws. Oh. Yeah, it's like a big con. I wish I could find the episode. I I don't know which episode it was, but um, it's like this girl, and they've never been able to identify her. They don't know who she was related to, and even like somebody who worked on the movie Son, I forget who. This is all very vague. Was like, no, I definitely remember her being on set, like murder huh. mystery, also, which is very That's sad, funky. but uh-huh. also like. Apparently she was just like an extra from that area. Huh. Yeah. That's that's wild. Very I did weird. read that um several years after the movie came out, uh the the kid who gets eaten by the shark that like uh sparks the, the hunt. Um the actor for that went back to Martha's Vineyard like years and years afterwards. And ran into the person who played his mom, the one that like slaps the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, 
And it was the first time that they had like interacted with each other since the movie like was filmed. That's so funny. That's pretty wholesome, honestly. Like, oh hey. Yeah. That's cute. Um, yeah, because they just got like a lot of extras just from like that area, right? I would assume so. I I don't rec I didn't recognize a whole lot of like the other weirdos in town, so maybe no. I feel like it had to have been. They're just like open casting call, shark movie. <laughs> uh, you might get murdered. <laughs> can you say what after they tell you that it's a tiger shark? That's... Yeah, I can do that. It's a tiger shark. What? What? <laughs> I just don't know why he reacted that way. He just said it's a tiger shark. Oh, what? <laughs> like, um, he said it like like a like a mysterious magician. Like I'm like, I, I'm like why? Yeah, I don't really have, I don't, this has been a short episode, but I don't know what else to add about Jaws. The, the boat that they're using to hunt the, the shark is called the Orca. Uh, oh, yeah. Probably named so because killer whales, I think, are one of the few animals that can, uh, like, hunt a shark. Yep, other than um, other sharks, they are the main predator of sharks. Because orcas are terrifying. Yeah, and then you were telling me that they ended up changing the, the fate of one of the characters because of oh, some yeah. footage that they got. Yeah, so they went cage diving to try and get some footage. And they got the chum too close to the cage, which, this is bad, Like, but it's the 70s. But also, how dare they? It, cage diving can be really dangerous for sharks because they see with their noses. Essentially, they bump into things really hard. That's like how they see. And... Mm. So they bump into the cage and the shark did that and got caught. And so he's stuck in the cage. He's like thrashing around, thrashing around. And like, they were like, oh, we can use this footage. So it's the only reason the scientists didn't die. is because mm-hmm. they were like, that footage is scary. That's the only reason he <laughs> didn't die. Because otherwise it was going to be the mechanical shark getting in there and like eating. Uh-huh. But then the shark thrashing around. And that's why that shark looked like way smaller. Because they were trying to like... They made the cage too small to try and make mm. the shark look bigger, but it just looks like a small cage. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, this cage can fit one person versus like the really big cage fit more people. But mm-hmm. it, that's why that scene it looks like just a normal shark because it is just a normal shark. I think they filmed it in like Australia or something. Oh, okay. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Apparently, Jeff Bridges was considered for the, for the role of the sheriff. I love Jeff Bridges. But freaking George Lucas was like, "Here, have you heard of uh, have you heard of Richard Dreyfus for your scientist?" What, is, what does Richard Dreyfus do? Oh no, wait, that's Hooper. Richard Dreyfus. Let's see. Who, who played? Who played? He's, he's in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I've never seen that. <gasps> Gasp! We should probably watch that. Okay. There's yeah. always so many references. There's so many references that I know what it is, but I've never mm. actually watched it. It's uh, the one with like the spaceship, right? And they play yeah, the music so. at it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have. I would have very much uh, liked to have seen Jeff Bridges as our, our fun scientist. I like. He would have been so. Cr- he would have been <laughs> probably more crunchy than the. Yeah. The actual fisherman. I love everything Jeff Bridges is in. Yeah. Uh, another thing that this movie does really well, uh, rope burns look, always look so super painful ah. on that part where it's like grating on his leg. It's, it's it oh. made me flinch a little bit. When he gets like stuck. 
And it's yeah. Like, yeah. That scene, I was like, Ugh. like, I thought his legs were just going to come off. Yeah. That would That's why you, so you got to wear gloves when you're handling rope. On your legs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and pants. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, anytime like a hand or, or something gets cut by rope in a movie, I'm like, ah. I think that's just because I worked with like high ropes course. So I'm like, I know I got I know what that can do. Oh, yeah, I bet that hurts. I don't think I've ever had rope burn. It is not fun. I I used to get it like literally like that, that little divot between your index and your thumb. Because uh, that's where. Crotch. Yeah. Because that's where the rope would sit when you're, like, oh. bullying somebody. Ow. So if you weren't wearing gloves, which they didn't let you wear until you got really good at, at using the rope. Uh, no. You just got a bunch of calluses and stuff. Ow. Anyways. I'm not suited to work a ropes course or on a fisherman's boat. <laughs> like, in a job situation, I would not go out on the boat. And if I did go on the boat, I'd be dead. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't think I would want to go hunting a shark. No, would, that's like that. Would it. not be ideal. Remember that show on Discovery Channel? It was like they they hunted for whales or something. It might still exist. Maybe I don't know. I I've never really gotten super into Shark Week, but I, I know you have. We watched it while we were at the Texas Chainsaw yeah. House. I like Shark Week bit. sometimes. Some of the shows on Shark Week have gotten very gimmicky, but I like the very informative ones. But there's only so mm-hmm. much they can do to inform people. <laughs> Here's a <Yeah>. shark. <laughs> Here's some uh, facts about the shark. Uh, they, but then they, <laughs> they pepper in too many like, I almost got eaten alive by a shark shows. And it's uh, like, stop doing that. <laughs> You're making Please. it worse. This is not good. Mythbusters did an episode where they said that no matter how or where you shoot an oxygen tank, it probably won't explode like it does. Uh, oh, to kill no. The shark. No, get out of here, Mythbusters. I don't care. <laughs> it would definitely explode. It's a, so, it's yeah. a, okay. It's a magical giant shark that is kind of sentient. So, yeah. you know, maybe. Yeah, I think that, I think at this point, the legacy of this movie and its influence has like far outstepped like the actual movie itself, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, People see a great white and they think Jaws like instantly. Yeah, uh, that's why that's why Bruce is named Bruce in Finding Nemo because that's yeah. what they called the the shark robot on set. I didn't uh, realize until reading about that that that's why they named him. Bruce. Yeah, that's very that's cute. a neat little fact. Uh, Jaws did win three Academy Awards uh, for best edit, best score, and best sound design. Um, it's also been submitted to the Library of Congress, along with such prestigious titles as Shrek and Lord of the Rings. No. no. And of course, there were a ton of ripoffs after Jaws' release, including Alligator, Piranha, which has its own series, uh, and we, I think it might be fun to cover someday. I think we need to cover... I mean, we could do it this summer, honestly. We're going <laughs> to possibly hang out next week, so... Yeah, and uh, even to the fact that uh, Alien, which was like our second episode, was pitched as this movie is Jaws in space. (laughs) Has Space Shark been done? Space Shark has to be a movie, I'm sure. Space Shark. (laughs) Oh, Space Sharks? It's multiple. Space Sharks. Oh. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, without Jaws, we would not have like any number of sci-fi original movies, probably uh, like your Super Shark or you know two-headed, three-headed shark movies, which I do love. Like I, I think I've mentioned it before. Creature features have such a soft spot in my heart, like because they're usually so silly and uh, they are. They know funny. that they're. They usually know that they're a ripoff of Jaws, and so that makes them better. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're going to talk yeah. Space Shark. Actually, I, just, I can't <laughs> find anything about it. It looks like it's created by some French people. Huh. All I can find is the coming soon poster and like a very weird. Hold on, let me send this. <laughs> oh, no. It says Sharknado 3 is going to have sharks in space. That wasn't. Oh, okay. That's all I can find. I'll send it to you. Oh, I almost sent it to not you, and they they would be very confused. <laughs> <laughs> I almost sent it to night. He would have been like, hmm. um. yeah, we could watch that for sure. Yeah, it's definitely That's in great. French. Because mm-hmm. that shark is um, coming for France. Look at it, it's dying, <laughs> France. Oh my gosh! There's multiple sharks. There's some hammerheads and everything. Yeah. I think that's a real winner. That's what our next episode will be about. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was actually they had a, there was one teenager who watched this movie and I think had to be taken to the hospital because she got so stressed watching it. No, um, what the heck? they did like a they did like a very small study that was about like uh, anxiety that viewers feel while watching a movie, and I think Jaws was used as as part of that study. Um, that makes sense. My mom had a panic attack uh, watching the Titanic and had to oh almost gosh. go to the hospital. See, it's another it's another water movie. Yeah, I think water freaks people out. I think the underwater stuff and like being dragged into the water like really scares people. And, uh, the ocean's scary. Yeah. And then like we mentioned, this this movie put the fear of sharks in a large number of people. Which is so sad. Like, I mean... When are you going to see a shark? Even if you're in the ocean, they're usually there and they don't care about you. I I am still to this day a little sad that um, whenever I was at university, they did a thing at the like local pool where they played Jaws on a projector um, so and you fun. could like sit in the pool on a floaty and watch the movie. Uh, and I guess the idea is that like it would add to the experience and make you very paranoid or something. Oh no, a shark might have gotten into this tiny pool. I, 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 don't think, I don't think my brain would allow me to like think that. But I, I used to have a friend that was so scared of sharks that if you like talked about them while in the pool, she would get out of the pool. Uh-huh. So I can see that. But for me, I'd be like, the shark would not live in here. Hello? <laughs> like we would be mean. Like it'd be scared of us at that point. Mm-hmm. Just throw a shark in a chlorinated pool. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, but yeah, I don't really have anything else to add about Jaws. This is a little bit of a short and sweet episode. I think that's uh, okay. That's okay. I just think, I think, like I said, I think this movie is very interesting when you look at it from a broader scope and not like the actual the movie, movie itself. Yeah. Oh no, it's not like a bad movie. It's just old and... Nah, if you've, if you've never seen it, like it's worth at least like, you know, a cursory glance or, you know. I think if, like, the youth of today watched it, they would probably make fun of it. 
It would be good. It's it would be a good drive-in movie. I feel like. Oh yeah. I would enjoy watching it at the drive-in. That would be nice. They need to put more like summertime movies at the drive-in, not just Sonic Hedgehog. Yeah, I did watch um, Jurassic Park uh, at the drive-in. That was like one of the first movies that I watched here, um, and that was a ton of fun because you, you got the vibration whenever the dinosaurs are doing their little walkies. Isn't there a new um, Jurassic Park coming out? Yeah, I think it is already we out. Should, we should go see that at the drive-in. But the dinosaurs show up at the drive-in in the movie. It's just like the watching what if Jaws a real at the dinosaur pool. shows up. <laughs> oh no! Uh, or worse, what if we run into Chris Pratt? That is worse. <laughs> How much rather run into a dinosaur than Chris Pratt? For sure. Watch Jaws or don't, but do learn about <laughs> sharks. <laughs> They're very pleasant. Yeah, and go to Boston, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> if, you, if you're if you going for swimming... Wait, no, that's not how that should have gone. <laughs> if you're going swimming this summer, watch out for sharks. Watch out for sharks. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Monster Masquerade. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to let us know somewhere on the internet and consider sharing the show with a friend. If you have a suggestion or topic you'd like to see us discuss, hop on over to our Patreon to unlock exclusive bonus content and do just that. And we'd super appreciate it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. It's the fastest way to help the show grow. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts. A what?